guys, it's your fellow Wild Chat Tiffany, and I just wanted to say before the episode that this was pre-recorded a couple months ago, and if you haven't heard our previous episode about Sarah's health update, please make sure you check that one out. But if you have, enjoy the show. So we're really excited that today we have Sarah Rose Friedman on our podcast. So yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. We're really excited to have you today. Hi. Hi, Wild Chatters. Is that what you guys, what are your fans called? Are they called the Wild Chatters or what's, we're all just the Wild wild Chats? chats. (laughs) Okay. I'm a Wild Chat, you're a Wild Chat. Right. Okay. Got it. So hey, Wild Chats. Um, So yeah, so I'm Sarah Rose Friedman. And um, you may know me mostly as Hope247 on Instagram, um, especially for when we talk about Descendants. That's where most people know me from. Um, But I also have a blog called Disney's Playbook. You can find me on Facebook and WordPress. And then I'm also developing my own website for my own um, independent film content that I'm creating. So, and I also do uh, video reviews that I post on Instagram and Twitter. Um, So yeah. And I, I'm so excited to be on your show and talk about Descendants. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Funny story. So when I was, okay, so when we first, like, when I first noticed you guys, uh, one night I was at Applebee's after school. Like, I was late, like, editing for a film project. And then I went to Applebee's because it was, like, one of the only places still open. And I listened to your very first podcast where you guys talked about high school musical and just like hearing how you guys talked about it was literally how I felt inside in elementary school and it was just so nice to know that there was more people like me out there who felt about the films the same way I did and which by the way is a Kenny Ortega project and also without um High School Musical, we wouldn't have Descendants, so... That is true. We wouldn't have Kenny Ortega. <laughs> Kenny Ortega wouldn't have been born. <laughs> I'm just I mean, basically. Yeah, it's like we were at Applebee's with you. We're just having a chat. A wild chat, you might say. <laughs> so wild. Yes. Yeah, it was so... No, for real. Like, it felt... It did. It felt like that. It was like... It was felt... It. I love your show because it makes it feel like you guys are just having a sleepover, like the way that you guys yes. talk about it, which is what I've just dreamed of doing in my fr- at, with my friends, but they'd be like, Sarah, what are you talking about? Like, they would just look at me like I was weird, and then, um, yeah, that's <laughs> like, a really it's- funny thing to say, because you're, you're, you're right, it does feel like... <laughs> Like, we're, like, half asleep most of the time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, it just, like, I didn't really have any friends who really liked Disney Channel like I did. Like, it, for me, it was, like, I did in, like, second grade and then a little bit in third grade. And then from fourth grade to freshman in high school, it was no longer cool to be a fan of Disney Channel until in fifth grade when High School Musical came out. I actually wrote... A message to Kenny recently and I was like I told I, I basically said how like when High School Musical came out all of the girls who like were over Disney Channel but I was the only one who's still into it basically told me like High School Musical is the only good thing on Disney Channel left so it's ours so you can't like it and it was like this whole oh thing where like I had to like suppress my my love for High School Musical yeah, you weren't allowed until, to like I got <laughs> older and then like once 
I got to high school and I was I would talk about Disney Channel things people were like oh like you want to do like you want to talk you want to be like you want to work for Disney Channel so like this makes sense like it was no longer weird because they took it as like that's what you want to do when you you know go to college and stuff so people took it a little bit more seriously and also by then Miley Cyrus was cool again because of (laughs) you know we can't stop and that whole era um so it was like oh Sarah you liked Hannah Montana first and now all of a sudden like that's cool and whatever so but this whole experience with Descendants has like completely changed my life but it's also made like the 10 years of my life that I've dedicated myself to high school musical and to disney channel worth it basically which we'll talk more about later but so let's talk about the movies so yeah descendants is a movie uh, a franchise of movies um about the children of all the disney villains um and it is it based off a book or the movie like what came out first so okay if i could uh slip in here they made so they ended up making a companion series um, in tandem with the films, is how I would say it. Um, And I believe they were very much going for, like, a Harry Potter sort of thing with the franchise. I believe that that was their goal, was to very much make, like, an adventure series out of, out of, a musical adventure series out of the franchise, which I think they did pretty successfully. Yeah, they killed it. So, (laughs) and also, um, to add to what you were saying, um, the way that I've explained it to, like, my family when they ask is I call it a live action continuation of the classic animated films. Like, that's how I would sum up Descendants. That's a good selling point, because when, when I, um, try to get people that aren't into, like, Disney Channel, or the, that kind of stuff at all. Um, I'm really terrible at it. And I'm like, oh, it, it's about, like, the kids of, like, Disney people that you might know. Like, I don't know how to explain it well. But that's... I feel like I would be able to get a lot more people to watch that with your explanation. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I believe that, Sarah, you were totally on point. It is about the children of the Disney villains, but also the Disney heroes. Oh, yeah. I Wow, I totally forgot about No, that. it's okay. Every, <laughs> literally... Everyone who I've heard talk about Descendants, like, when I'm not saying it, is they, they all say the children of the villains. Like, that's important because well, they're the they main are characters. the main characters. I do gotta say, and we can get into it a little more later on, but I think a, a big part of the story is that there's three movies, um, but before uh, the last movie came out, one of the actors passed away. Um, Cameron Boyce, he's, he was, like, one of the biggest stars yeah, on he Disney Channel to Jesse, ever come out. Um, yeah, Almost uh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Tiffany, how I want to hear more about your story with Descendants. Okay. So, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, the, the way I found out about Descendants was I, I did find out after they released the second movie, and I was watching... I just happened to stumble upon the Carcendents videos, and I first listened to Chillin' Like I a love Villain. I so much. I know. Um, I watched Chillin' Like a Villain, and I was like, wow, this song is, like, really good. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Do you know what we're referencing? In Camp Rock, Allison Stoner, oh, like, does that, yes! like, thing. And Demi's like, she's, she's really, really good. good. <laughs> That's, like, one of my favorite memes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about now that yeah. you said it. Yeah. 
anyways <laughs> yeah i really like that song and i was like what is this from because <laughs> i had walked away from disney channel pretty like mostly and um then i found out that it was from this movie like the the plot sounded good so then i just gave it a shot and i watched both movies in one sitting or one and a half sittings and it my life was changed forever um it's still affecting me right now i listen to the descendants songs like on the daily <laughs> dude me too how i like i said i started i first discovered it in 2013 and I love everything about Disney. I love the animated films. I love Disney Channel. And um, I always had this, like, connection to, like, Fantasmic and Sorcerer Mickey and the whole, um, like, Fantasia and the, what's it called, the Sorcerer's Apprentice song. And that was, that's always kind of, like, touched my heart in a particular way. And so when I, and that whole story, Fantasmic, is about the villains all coming together to stop Mickey. Oh. And so when I heard that, Descendants was going to be about the villains and and the children of the villains. I was like, and that they're going to be on an island, which is kind of like the way that Fantasmic is made is that it looks like an island. I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Like I have to like look into this. And then I got the book and then, um, and then, yeah. And then I, with the, the first book, um, Isle of the Lost by Melissa de la Cruz and then um i saw the movies and the rest is is history for me um and like i and it's completely changed my life and it still affects me today like yes. like tiffany yeah. said and the music is the music is everything the books are everything and just yeah i want to ask you tiffany mm -hmm. what internally is you how do you feel when you watch the movies or how how do you connect to descendant um, well, the first point of connection is Kenny Ortega, because I will love anything he does. Um, <laughs> secondly, I just really like, um, kind of school oriented things. And so, so um, deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's really deep. <laughs> um, so I liked that it was, I like it. I don't know. I'm not prepared for this question. Like, <laughs> um, sometimes you don't really think about why you love something until somebody asks. Yeah, it's true. Well, it took well, it took me four years to figure out, man. So it's not like it's not like I could just like come up with it uh. on the spot. <laughs> no, I I want to see. I want to. I know. Tiffany. I'm, I'm going to see how I this wanna, how I how this comes weave out, this yeah. answer. Um, I love. What did I love? <laughs> songs <laughs> oh yeah well the songs um because i will i listen to descendants two songs first and so when i got i'm like okay i'm not gonna spoil myself anymore i'm not gonna listen to the descendants one songs so when i was watching the movie i gotta say i wasn't sold at first about the songs um I gotta say what's on my mind <laughs> <laughs> and then i love okay the reason why I also love the sentence one the most is because it had the whole like love storyline. I, I was about to say that if Tiffany froze up, I was about to be like, <laughs> I was about to be like, I bet you love, you know, the, the romance. Yeah, the romance. I thought um, Mitchell Hope, who plays Ben, was like so cute. So I love cute. him. And I really uh, I just thought him and Dove were just like so cute together. Um, and then there was like there's love, friendship. It's got it all. A dog. And a dog. I think that was my Sports. favorite part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, outfits, yeah, I, theft. 
Okay, guys. So I, I told I told both of you, like, since you know the movies really well, you don't have to, like, necessarily watch it for the episode today. Mm-hmm. But I will say, because I didn't remember the first movie at all, I watched it again. And I have some impressions, some hot takes. Ooh, yes. Because I had yes. only seen it, like, a really long time ago. Okay, I don't know why, but the first time I watched it, I must have been, like, asleep or something. Because I didn't remember anything that happened. <laughs> I didn't remember there being a dog in it. That really sold it oh, for me. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't remember that like you could see other parents in the movie besides Maleficent. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the parents, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, like, me too. I sadly really didn't come back. Them back in the yes! third movie, but <laughs> Oh, maybe that's why maybe that's why I didn't remember them cuz like they they just didn't come back. Yeah. Oh. That's messed up. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's like, it's like they try to like finish the parents, like in, in the second book, they try to like explain why the parents never showed up, like never came back. But it's like still like no one knows unless you read the books and not everyone's going to do that. Like you need to explain in the movies, you know, that was some, sometimes they like did things in certain movies and like minor details that are not really important unless you really think about them and I mean that's like the thing with Kenny's projects is that for the most part like I'm a big like continuity person like continuity has to be important and I know that it is I think it's pretty important to you Tiffany because I know that that's something you've talked about when it comes to like Teen Beach and um and like Wizards like that was a big (laughs) deal and so, like, it is for me, too. And so, for me, I feel like Descendants had enough continuity in it, for the most part. It was just, like, little things that, like... The parent thing didn't bother me. I mean, they're, like, in a prison, so, like, they should be there. <laughs> they, like, FaceTimed <laughs> with them in the first movie. So, I mean, like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of things that annoyed me about, like, certain things in the plot. Maybe you can answer these and, Yeah, problems. can we talk about some criticisms? Yeah, I have a few. <laughs> um, maybe you can maybe you could help yes, clarify yes, like, some certain things. Oh, guys, I have some criticisms. I just so haven't been the same. Boat I have here. an issue with. Um, oh my god, I should have rewatched the first movie because. Okay, I rewatched it. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll remember. <everything. laughs> okay, I just remembered. She. Um, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I'm having a crisis. Take, take a minute. She needs a minute. Sorry, my plot holes were in the second movie, but okay. but you you're okay. You take okay. it away with the first movie. Yeah, I am not a f- okay. I love like whoever did the costumes, but also <laughs> they look like costumes. They do. They, they really like, do. Oh oh, this is a problem I had with the second movie. It's just like everything to me like. Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> Uh, just like <laughs> the sets and stuff they just look like they're at an amusement park like oh, they look like yeah. they're on a ride like oh we're like we're in a little mermaid ride you like know? i see all the brush strokes i feel like the sets when it comes to the sets in the first movie were very very practical and then like slowly leading into the third movie they became almost all cgi which very made me very sad um but yeah, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. It makes sense to an extent that it could have been all part of the plan, like just to sell merchandise too, because like 
one thing i know about like children's shows in general is that like a lot of them are made for the sole purpose of like selling toys if the clothes already the clothes and like say her little purse or whatever they already look like toys or like something that you would buy for halloween or something and it's like you can buy it at the store and it looks exactly like the movie you know what i'm saying i will say i am guilty of going to the disney store and attempting the xl size (laughs) of mal's costume (laughs) i'm guilty of attempting to look to see if they had it in my size but i am too curvy so i could not fit into any of them oh i'm way too big i did i just (laughs) i did wait okay but uh, get this so for descendants 2 they did sell Mal and Evie shirts at Hot Topic. I have them. I have Mal's shirt from Hot Topic. <laughs> I have the Evie shirt. Hey guys, this is Sarah from the editing room. And, uh, you know, at this point, we sort of very slowly transitioned into actually talking about the plot of the movies. But um, we didn't like address it properly. So, yeah, we're about to start talking about the movies right now. Belle and the Beast kind of created this, like, kind of took all the kingdoms from the animated films and they made it into one country called and called it Oridon. And then Belle and they all collectively decided for the Beast to take over and they took away magic and then put all the villains on the Isle of the Lost. And then it fast forwards like 10 years later and um, Belle and, the, and Beast's son named Ben is going to be coronated as king and his first proclamation is to have four of the children of the villains um, come to Ordon and kind of do like a rehabilitation program or like I think they call it a goodness program. And if it's if it's successful, then they want then they want to continue to bring other children over. That is kind of his goal. So Mal, the daughter of Maleficent, Jay, the son of Jafar, Evie, the daughter of the evil queen, and Carlos the son of Cruella DeVille. Um, Actually, um, this is a little, your minds might be blown, but um, Carlos is actually the adopted son of uh, Cruella. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I thought, wait, 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 but did Cruella, because I know like the names are like, very related to like Evie, Evil Queen, Mal, Maleficent. Right, yeah. Is that why Carlos is just... Well, I mean, it starts with a C. <laughs> I'm also before we get into the second movie, I would just like to say that the idea of combining all the kingdoms under one like rule seems a little bit bad. <laughs> I, that seems yeah, a little no, bit like totalitarian. I, I agree. <laughs> like an em- a giant empire with one one leader. Yeah. Also, a teenager, a teenage king. So. Yeah, so. Okay. Also, his dad but is also not dead. They tried so, to like... make it. They also like tried to make it like a democracy. Like they called it the United States of Oh Obedon, yeah, of and like he's president. But I'm like, wait, then why is he gonna be coronated king? I don't understand. I think it's, it's like, probably like England. It's still you a know, monarchy. Like, they still ha- like have a parliament or something. Yeah, yeah or it's very interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. So when they open the barrier, is it now like? 
is it now only the kids can go back and forth? No, everybody can, which I didn't understand. That is so messed up. Me neither. I'm so confused. I really didn't understand why Mal, first of all, that Mal and Ben were making these decisions. Second of all, that they really, they were, they were acting as though like, oh, there's only one thing we can do. Let, or close the entire barrier or or open the barrier like there was no like let's beef up the security let's mm -hmm. like let's open yeah, the portal right? in a remote spot because they were literally doing it at ordon square which is like the public like gathering place or just like make an actual prison and then put the bad people in there and then let, let the everyone else live like yeah. there's so many or alternatives just put, like or just put like an invisible shield sliding door that just goes like this I just want to address this, um, what I thought was a plot hole. So the book, so when they were making their escape um, from Descendants 2, Mal dropped her spell book, which is not supposed to work on the aisle, but Uma uses it to get off the aisle. Okay, so this is what I remember happening. So basically what happens is Uma gets the book and then they explain, they, I think... I don't know if Uma says it in a dialogue line when she pops up on the pier or if I read this in The Rise of the Isle of the Lost book. Uma, there's like an underwater tunnel between the Isle and Oridon. And so basically what happened is she got like, she took the book, went into the tunnel, got out into the forest, the Enchanted Forest, and did her thing but then how come she couldn't so, have done that the entire time i don't i don't i don't know <laughs> again continuity error yeah it's like it's that weird. really bugged me um the thing about the third movie is that i just didn't like how i f like how much they tried to tackle um in terms of like Okay, there was like a million plot lines cuz i literally thought a the million plot lines <laughs> in my um <laughs> Oh my god, that was amazing. A million plot lines in my Oh my god, head. I just <laughs> I got that. Um yeah, cuz I thought that the movie ended or I hate when I feel it's like, "Oh my gosh, there's more." After um the whole like defeating um oh my gosh, Audrey. And then there was a the whole oh, but we forgot we introduced Hades in this mix, which oh, I also yeah. feel like didn't have to happen. I agree with you 100%. I, do, I don't know. I don't even know why they chose. Like, the, I I had other... I had some little sources kind of um, throughout the franchise who did kind of tell me things about the franchise before, like, people knew about it. And every time I was told something, it ended up being accurate. So the source kind of ended up being legit. And there were other people... There was other like characters or people who was supposed to be Mao's dad <gasps> and and so Why'd they when land it on ended Hades? up being so when it ended up being Hades I was like no this ruins like the continuity of the franchise because they said in the in the first book that Mao's father was human but if we do connect it to a lot of like Greek mythology like they pretended to be humans at some point uh, so loophole, maybe it loophole. semi makes sense that it was Hades but still, I agree that it was not necessary for the third film. And it kind of just added, it added something that I, I agree, like, didn't need to be in there. Another thing that I didn't, I, I felt the same way about was Evie's song, One Kiss. I feel like the tone change was just, like, it was just so sudden. 
and um i didn't it, like that, that it was felt weird. it felt out of place but um still loved every song i love nightfalls queen of mean um let's just talk about the songs really quickly um let's just go through each movie and just say like your favorite song okay so for me i think it's a tie between for the first movie it's a tie for me of set it off and if only because i really do think it like showed like Duff Cameron's chops and I really did think that Mao really needed um I feel like in the first Descendants movie maybe in comparison to some of the other films something that I loved about High School Musical is that every song in the movie in the first High School Musical was placed perfectly and had a purpose and so I feel I felt that very much in the first film for the majority of the songs and so I felt like if only was like the perfect moment Dove performed it perfectly and it was just something that I felt like was going to represent the character throughout the rest of the series and so I just I loved how big the song is and it's yeah. also like an easy song if for only to learn to sing if only was my favorite song of of the first movie and um I completely agree it really showed um Dove's like vocal talent and I just love that scene in general set it off I forgot about it until like two years later but still a yeah, great set song. it off was set it off was my second favorite because I really loved that it was it it very much reminded me of we're all in this together and so that's why oh, I very it even much has like, like I I noticed this about a few descendant songs is they have similar like dance breaks like um yeah there was a dance it's like break cute dance break yes and it's like kind of the same like sound like you know um like in work it out you know the pots and yes. and, and yes. let's set it off. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> um, yeah, you're so right. Yeah, in Descendants two, my favorite song. Ugh, this is so hard, but it's a tie between "Chillin' Like a Villain" and "You and Me," and okay, I think that might so, be my favorite song of the series of the franchise. So I do have something to add about "You and Me" because I love that song too. Um, it's not my favorite, but what's really funny for me is I I don't know if I don't remember if you guys actually made it like a whole episode, but where you guys talked about Friends for Change and you talked about oh Send God. It On. So when I heard You and Me and I replayed it like five times, I was like, oh my God, this is the Friends for, this is like the new Friends for Change song. Yeah. Like literally they have this line where it goes, think of that change, you gotta believe. Oh and yeah. I'm like, oh my God. You're so right. So... I, so I always consider it as, like, the new Friends for Change song, but I do love it, and I love the way that it was choreographed, mm-hmm. and I think it With all the water beautiful. and um, Cameron's little jump into the splits and into the water. Yeah, and it's so good. <laughs> Sarah, what are you, what were your favorite songs in Descendants 1 and Descendants 2? I I really like Rotten to the Core. I'm Rotten to the Core. I'm Rotten to the Core. <laughs> I don't know why I think it's... I like how he says it. Boo Boo Stewart. Boo boo, hey boo boo, and I liked if only, and then I think in the second movie, chilling like a villain. Is there another yeah. song? That also, we oh. we sang. Oh yeah, we have a cover. We c- covered space between. You can find me in the space between. Oh. For me, I I there's really no song that I don't like from Descendants two, and I think it's the only album. Where I liked pretty much every, every song. song. Yeah, I have the um, same feeling. I meant yeah. thoughts. <laughs> For me, 
I think my favorite song on the whole soundtrack is actually Ways to Be Wicked. And oh, I love that. I, Ways to be. And, so good. And, yeah, I, and I love, for me, the reason why I love it is because it actually, okay, first of all, it reminded me of two songs that, actually three songs that came to mind. This song from the Broadway musical Wicked that's called No Good Deed, and then, um, when I was talking earlier about The Sorcerer's Apprentice, mm-hmm. it had a lot of the same kind of notes in The Sorcerer's Apprentice song, and I love that that kind of connection with Descendants and Phantasmic, and I like that they kind of, like, it, it, they had very, it's very, like, villainy music. And then also, Now or Never from High School Musical 3, if, and oh, people have actually made mashups on YouTube of Ways to Be Wicked and Now or Never, and they're... They're out there. Um, so for me, I, I love the connection to... I feel like it's one of the songs in the entire franchise that really connects to old Disney, mm-hmm. to the animated classics. Yes. Which yeah. is why I think I love it I love it the most. Yeah. That's I, I don't like really like a lot of... Um, well, okay, so in Descendants 3, the opening song was... Um, what was it called? Good to be bad. Good to be bad. Yeah, I don't like songs that have too much of, like, um, a modern twist, besides chilling like a villain. But, like, um, because Good to Be Bad just sounded like a mashup of Bruno Mars and Cardi B. So, um, I didn't really like that song. Like, I will still jam to every single lyric of the song, but, like, at the same time, like, not really like it. Um, And so, Rotten to the Core, to me, also, like, it was kind of, like, really loud, just loud and not um maybe i was because i was going after more of like that traditional kenny vibe we know with high school musicals so it was just kind of like jarring to me it's funny you say that about um good to be bad because like i thought of it more as a throwback song because like yeah me too talking about that like yeah because that they said uh, Bruno Mars and them, like, they sampled it from, in, like, a 90s song. Or yeah, 80s yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so yeah. To me, that felt like the, the least modern. <laughs> really? The, like, but I think it's because, like, they made that, like, trendy in the, like, the 2019s. Oh, okay. So, like, they have, yeah, yeah so that, those Bringing were, back, like, like, 90s, 90s, like, R&B beats yeah. and trying to put them with, like, the new synth to, yeah, like, make yeah. it yeah. cool. I especially yeah, see that to the core, though, like... I, I did not like the dubstep and Ag- Rotten to the Agree. That's why I say it was, like, pretty jarring, especially as, like, an opening song to this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but in a way, it also kind of, like, differentiates yeah. itself. Because it's, like, yeah. like, okay, we know you like musicals, but this is not High School Musical anymore, which is good. That is right. true. Like, I don't yeah. want it to copy it anyway. I'm yeah. glad that it's its own thing. And I, I used to not like that song, and then I saw it again, like, yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, what the heck? I'll like what it now. What the heck? I, I like it now. I just yeah. like how I feel like watch. I feel like when you watch Rotten to the Core, it's a better experience than Definitely. listening to it. Like you, like it doesn't make sense when you're listening to it, but then when you watch it with the choreography, it like oh, this completely makes sense. Okay, you know what if I mean? Rotten to the Core is too for anybody out there, if it's too <laughs> crazy for you, listen to Jolly to the Core, which is their like Christmas yes. remix of it. It's way it's toned down. It's amazing anything like christmas winter themed is like amazing so check out their whole like i was there when they shot it 
What? Oh, at um at Disney World? Yeah. Yeah. Disney World? Um, yeah. Oh, and when, then uh, split Sophia up. and Cameron were there. It was Dove and Boo Boo and Boo Boo and Cameron and Sophia. Um, that was really cool. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah. I liked the special. It was good. I wanted to say back to good to be bad for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely um, I felt the same way as Sarah. I felt like it was very much of a throwback. Um, like last year, the new edition. I think it was last year. Maybe it was twenty. 17 but the new edition movie came out on BET and there was a song that I didn't I knew it was like around the time of Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston but I didn't know who it was by Mm -hmm. and so at one point new edition split off and there was a group called Belle Biv DeVoe and it was three members of new edition so they had a really popular song um that girl is poison that yes yeah and I think poison is I think poison is where they got the the da, 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 yep. from good to be bad i love that is song. from poison i don't know i think because i just like the bruno mars song like or like i was okay with him sampling it but then it felt just kind of like lazy for lazy That's wire true. lazy for like descendants to be doing that just because like what <laughs> so bizarre to me made me laugh <laughs> um yeah i mean it's like yeah. oh okay somebody brought something back from the 90s and then then you're like Let's bring that same thing back. Yeah, in. that's it's not that's yeah. my thing. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I didn't have a problem with the song. Yeah, I still I thought it was funky. Okay, I was still jam to it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a fun song. I, I think, think oh. my favorite. I think my favorite song from Descendants Three is is a tie for me between Queen of Me yes. and Night Falls. Okay, yes. When it okay, comes to both. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That song is so good. And it blew up. But the thing about, okay, I think Sarah, what's her name? Sarah Jeffrey? Sarah Jeffrey. Sarah Jeffrey. Um, For some reason, she made it onto my top, you know how Spotify gives you like the top like songs? (laughs) She was my like one of my top artists. Like You must have listened to that song so many times. I don't know how it happened because the movie also came out like kind of in the second half of the year so um crazy also crazy that it wasn't dove cameron but um (laughs) i love that song but they she made this like or somebody at whatever record company made her do this remix version of it and i thought it was like terrible oh no she kind of just it just felt like they were really dragging out the success of like queen of mean but in like the wrong direction calling me the king of nice (laughs) so i have a theory about that because i i okay so i actually kind of like it i don't like it as much as the original song Mm -hmm. um but there's a mashup of what's my name and queen of mean and that i will say i also love what's my name and it's going down i forgot to mention what's my name what's my um yeah it's yeah it's going down is yeah it's going down is my second favorite from descendants Mm -hmm. 2 um because I love that they really drew from Hamilton. I'm a big Hamilton fan. Uh-huh. So they there's this whole section. It's called the... Um, it's basically like the rap battle section. Yeah. They call it the cabinet battle. Uh-huh. And the night that Descendants 2 came out, they were like live tweeting. And so well, during It's Going Down, they're like, the inspiration for this song was from the musical Hamilton. And I was like, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Right. It was so funny. Um, I, yeah, I just really like it was, like, a conversation between them. And, like, I... Yes. Dove 
Dove nailed it. Like I loved she her. She absolutely like, nailed it. Perfect like attitude in her voice. Um, back to Descendants three. I really wanted to like. Um, was it just called Once Upon a Time? I love singing the yeah. song. I love singing the song, and it just makes me sad because it doesn't get any love. From is that like, the one where um, it's everybody's Mal? yeah everybody's like turned to stone? I, oh, I love I that love song. That song. Yes, and I I loved it, and I loved it in the movie, and I love listening to it on the album. But I feel like one of the reasons why it doesn't get enough credit is because it very much sounds like something that would be entangled you know which yeah like i which i get because that's also one of dove's favorite disney movies so for me it makes sense but i feel Mm -hmm. like it's just for me i feel like it's just as good as if only and if only got pretty far yeah well if only sounds more like a pop song versus the other one sounds more like a musical Musical theater yeah kind of yeah very broadway Mm -hmm. yeah so we went on our instagram and asked you guys for any comments or questions that you would like us to answer on the show. Vanessa Graham said, A new generation's high school musical on the count of three. One, two, three. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Glad we're all. I know, I know. Yes. <laughs> Maybe not my high school musical, but definitely a new generation. Yes. Like my niece loves it. Yeah. And like most people who have seen it love it. So Dre underscore green eighteen. So this is kind of, again, kind of like I'd say one of those think questions, which is, um, do you think the series would have been better if Uma was chosen first instead of Mal, and then Mal being angry that she wasn't invited like Maleficent wasn't invited to the party? And for me, I feel like, I mean, it would have been interesting, mm-hmm. but better I don't know. I just I'm I'm think? too committed to Belle that like I cannot see yeah, it any same. other way. And I just as a as a character, I just Mal is just more cool. Like what yeah, she can do. She doesn't exactly. have to involve water. Yeah. And also I don't really like Ant Farm. So like oh, yeah. it would have just reminded me too much of Ant Farm and yeah. That's You're so right. So, I mean, <laughs> I, this is consistent of me, you know, like in our last yeah. episode, I brought it up. You chose Ant Farm. I'm sorry. Yeah. You chose Shake It Up over Ant Farm, which is yeah. how much <laughs> you don't like Ant Farm. It, it might have depended on the actor. I mean, if yeah. Dove Cameron was playing Uma, I mean, maybe. <gasps> maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe. I loved China, but I was not a fan of Ant Farm either. So I was totally with you guys <laughs> on that one. Thank you. You guys talked about that in the decade episode. Daniel Joseph said can you guys talk about how the descendants 2 version of i kissed a girl was like a, a bop of a song and should have been in the movie okay yeah why not i Wait. think i would have um, been down yeah. for more covers like from the actual movies because they did be our guest in the first in the oh first one. i don't want to talk about we don't talk about that song. <laughs> <laughs> i tiff i'm with you i was like this is literally just being used to transition into the next scene I was yeah like, it was a little bit this. too long yeah but anyway kiss the girl kiss the girl I was like, I kissed a girl. I didn't know that was. I kissed a girl. Yeah. I was like, hold on. Yeah. I don't remember that. But anyway. it's kiss the girl. Yeah. Kiss the girl. Yeah. But yeah, just let Ashley Tisdale really sing that song. It. You know, like. All right. Yes. <laughs> I always wanted that dress she wore in the music Yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Nice. I actually really did like their cover of it because I love the. 
I love the, like, not the underscoring, but kind of the background vocals they did. Like, these little, uh, 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 oh, ums. yeah. I really liked those. That felt um, more. But like... I didn't think it should be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Agree. Weird, weird. I agree. So, Lau, A L A U underscore R D S asks, um, do you think there will be a short story after Descendants 3 because a lot of fans were commenting on this so mm. I don't know if you guys have kind of like how they did like the how... short story like under it was called Under the Sea or something where yeah before and... um before Descendants 3 came out or was it I think yeah. So. yeah yeah it was Uma and Dove had this little like little skit or something and then and then they both saying like like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah so yeah yeah. And I mean, I thought the cover was good. I, I don't know if it was needed, but it, just, it was good. I don't think it was um, necessary. I feel like it was just like, okay, let's just throw them something. Um, yeah. I also don't, I mean, it'd be cool for them to like, you know, just like the fact that they'd be having a little reunion just to like give the fans a little like afterthought or something would be nice. But those are just never good in my opinion. Like um, in Wizards, also- how they after the series ended they decided to come back for like this like hour-long special like it was called like alex versus alex and i just thought that was like not good and that they should have just left it yeah um so um what was the question again well yeah so okay so as someone who like i look around like the fandom stuff a lot because it's still around especially post cameron passing and kind of before and after Cameron was passing, a lot of the cast members, like, would get asked, oh, is there going to be a Descendants 4? And, like, mm. something happened where, like, Mitchell, like, slipped something. Like, he was Mitchell like, oh, Mitchell. I can't say. And I think, um, and Sarah Jeffrey released, like, a music video for, like, a Christmas song, and there was a Halloween song. Oh, and I yeah. believe that there was th- all of these short videos that they had filmed but I believe because of Cameron's passing, if it was, like, in relation to the actual movie, they weren't going to release it. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they recorded, um, like, M- Mal and Ben's wedding. I believe <gasps> that there's a short of oh, that out there. That's been going around. My God. And when, I'm broken. when people saw that, like, Mitchell was slipping, they thought that maybe that's what was going to happen. But I believe if it had Cameron in it, I don't think... Right. They're going to release it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to release any other shorts oh, no. that have Cameron in it. Like like that. Like that's connected to the story. That's Which is, crazy. Is, is sad. Yeah. But I think it's respectful. Yeah, yeah. To everyone involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have loved to see Bao's wedding. That's the only way yeah. I would take a short after. But... Me if too. it's like life after the barrier comes down, like I don't really care much for that, or like you know Audrey and Mal making up or whatever. Um, Who needs that? Yeah, <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Crystal, a lot of else. She said, "Is it worth watching?" Yeah. Yes. Of say. course. Of course. Thanks for the question. Hundred percent. I like um, Mr. Singleton's question. Do you guys think the movie would have been better if it wasn't a musical? But it was more like the book that it was based on. What do you think, okay. Sarah? But 
Oh, I was going to say, based off <laughs> Sarah and Tiffany, <laughs> um, based off of what you told you me about the book and how they they could like were, they were in each other's like dreams and they can kind it was like that Harry Potter kind of thing. Um, I'm thinking that I would have I would have liked it a lot better as a movie itself. But in terms of like because um, with the songs, like, you know, how I still like listen listen to them like to this day so it's it's great for like you know longevity but um yeah i think i would definitely liked the movies better but i'm i'm just i'm glad it was a musical because now i have three albums (laughs) i actually i actually a hundred percent agree with tiffany they could, I mean, the other option I would have gone with if they decided to do it that way was just do less songs and just have the songs at very important moments yes. of the plot. But I, I very much agree with Tiffany that I, I, cause I am a big, uh, fantasy adventure fan. So I definitely mm-hmm. would have still watched them, but I do love that they have songs and we have these albums that we could like cherish, you know? Yeah. So many good questions, everyone. Let's shout them out. Uh, Valeria, thank you for the question. I'll 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 answer it. Uh, my favorite character from the Four Descendants. Maybe we can all answer, but very quickly. Um, I'll go with Mal, and then the dog. If I can count the dog, it's not it's not. You can count dog. dude. Yeah, he did I'll, have a name, so technically a character. He's technically like a uh, animal side animal companion, so like he's basically. He also had a voice. Um, yeah, also, my favorite character, um, okay, Mal is like my obvious one, but I really like Ben, and I just want to say that like, I feel like Ben, that he his parts, his singing parts, just got like less and less, and his like, his roles just got less and less. So did I mention I feel, I'm not relevant? Oh, so sad. Okay, I will I will say I think the connections between Mitchell and Zach are very very interesting. Who's like Zach? the way that Mitchell like Zach Efron. Z- Zach Efron um, oh, I thought Zach in High School was Musical. Character on the movie. Okay. Oh. No, there isn't no, there's an actor named in there's an actor in the movie named Zach actually he plays Doug but Doug? I was yeah. oh. I was mainly I was mainly talking about Zach Efron because mm-hmm. their their vocal stories when it comes to high school musical and descendants are very very similar and I, I, I really thought you guys would have pointed that out but um which is very interesting um so but, he didn't I sing mean, could, it didn't sound like it was him singing so in the first movie um, they did exactly what they did with Zac Efron in the first High School Musical, where they Thank mixed God. his voice with this guy. Thank God named it Jeff wasn't Lewis. actually him. <laughs> and then, and then in um, Descendants Two, except for in You and Me, in that beginning mm-hmm. line of You and Me, Mitchell sings all of his songs. So I just, I just cool. wish he had a bigger part. <laughs> It's kind of like, okay, we confirmed that they're true loves in the second movie, so we're kind of done with this, like, with with Ben's, like, their love story and stuff, which is kind of, like, a like, huge reason yeah. why I watched it. But there was, like, no, like, it became, like, a father, father-daughter thing, and I was like, this for is me also, interesting. It was, yeah, for me also, it was weird that it was like, oh, let's have Mal and Ben mutually decide to close the barrier, but then when everyone gets upset at Mal, Ben says nothing. He's I know. Like, I'm gone. It's it was <laughs> like, like Mal. Are you serious? <laughs> He's also the king. Okay. 
Yeah. So, right? <sighs> Dre Green, uh, we don't have time, but thank you for the question. Um, oh, Mariah, thank you. Questions. Also, Chloe, Disney fan, thank you. Jerry, Mary Lily, thank you guys. Valeria, also. oh, sorry, you already did. You already did her. <laughs> it's okay, we can shout her out again. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys for your questions. So, had the op- incredible opportunity to be able to connect with um, Kenny Ortega through being a fan connected to the franchise for a while now. Um, I told him that I was going to be on this podcast. Oh, my gosh. And I told him how, you know, you got that the Wild Chats is named after High School Musical and that Tiffany is the the big Descendants fan and she's the one who, like, wanted to talk to me about about this. And so I was like, is there anything that you would want me to tell them? Our, you know, our, the fans who um, will be listening. And crop this however you guys want to do it but basically this is what he wrote he wrote hi sarah thanks to you as always for your tremendous support to the fans and then um the first portion of this message is about cameron so he says we keep cameron's legacy alive by thriving with our financial support to the cameron boys foundation the foundation honors and carries through with cameron's important educational philanthropic and environmental work and then um uh, he once he said please thank the fans for their love and support of our descendants franchise and so that's how he kind of ended it with descendants but amazing for for people for people who don't know uh kenny is working on um, a new series for netflix called Mm. julie and the phantoms and so he wanted me to say um, he wanted to say, my new Netflix series, Julie and the Phantoms, will get its worldwide premiere this year. I have a super talented cast, and I'm beyond excited and hope everyone will be watching. So he really hopes that the fans of Descendants will come along um, and join him into watching Julie and the Phantoms because it's very similar. It's a it's a fantasy action story with musical Oh, numbers. cool. I'll um, be there. And, who know, and you <laughs> may or may not be seeing some familiar faces from Descendants in it as well. So, um, so yeah, that's what Kenny wanted me to say. Thanks um, so much for amazing. sharing that with us. That's like, that means a lot. This is a first-hand account from Kenny himself. Wow, that's really special. Cameron Boyce, who played Carlos in Descendants, um, passed away. Cameron was diagnosed with epilepsy, um, so he passed away this past July um, in his sleep of epilepsy. And um, Cameron's family created a foundation called the Cameron Boyce Foundation, um, and they are working with the uh, Epilepsy Foundation of America, and they created a um, page called Know Your Sudep, which continues um, to study epilepsy research. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are sharing that um, on, the, on the foundation as well. And um, the money um, that you can go to the Cameron Boys Foundation and donate, and the money will be going to SUDEP research, as well as Cam- uh, other projects that Cameron was a part of, the Thirst Project, and a new project he created called Wielding Peace. So, yeah. When I found out, um, I I think I, I just, like, called my friend to talk about it. 
because we had both like discovered our love for descendants together too but i had actually watched him um during his like jesse days and i like i remember like i even though i wasn't a fan of jesse i was a fan of him so i was like wow he's like like he's gonna grow up to be like really successful one day and so for that news to um to hit that was that was a huge shock but it was really like touching to see a lot of his like co-stars and a lot of fans out there because he he was active in like um like the philanthropic community like you know you said he was a part of um like different like foundations so in his honor it's touching to see that they are you know that they've made this like cameron boys foundation and they're kind of carrying on his like work in his name and that's that's really cool you know i didn't know about him too much until i watched descendants i never i was never really too familiar with his work but like after he passed away then i was you know i was thinking about like wow this is a very young person Mm -hmm. so then i really started to you know look at his work and i realized like how talented he really is um to me what speaks to me a lot is his dancing like yeah definitely. man i i'm just shook by all the all the things that he can do and um he's just he was just very like multifaceted and and a really inspiring person um for anybody who wants to you know be in the arts and and just be inspired by everything that he worked on and and he accomplished so much even at such a young mm-hmm. age so i think you know even though it's very sad that he passed away like um, he left a really huge legacy. So, yeah, and I, I remember my niece, you know, all of her friends, like, they were very shocked. Yeah. Um, and I can't even imagine, like, what that would have been like if, you know, I was that age and, like, one of those stars passed away. Mm-hmm. So I know, like, yeah. that was really hard for, like, all the kids and stuff. So, But I'm really glad that, you know, Kenny was able to share that message with us. So yeah. if you ever hear this, thank you so much, Kenny Ortega. That was amazing. <laughs> and thank you, Sarah, for sharing that information yeah. with us. I would like to take this opportunity as well to thank Kenny for um, inspiring all three of us. Because mm-hmm. if it was not for High School Musical, we would not have, you know, had the passion that we still do now mm-hmm. to have uh-huh. been able to watch descendants and follow we wouldn't even have a podcast name and also yeah <laughs> and also m- meet and go on these career paths like you guys would not have your podcast without kenny and we wouldn't yeah. have met through kenny so just thank you kenny for everything you've done for us you're our glue and who we are today yeah <laughs> like i i probably a lot of because we both sing and like oh, oh my yeah. gosh high school musical is probably such a really huge part of our vocal training yes (laughs) Um, (laughs) speaking of high school musical let's give out some stardust yes okay let's give one to the best movie all right i'm gonna give the pink blue oh no i'm blue i'm pink (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm not gonna mess this up i'm gonna give the blue stardazzle that's mine to descendants one I I love the story. I feel like it was perfect. I wish it had more songs in it, but yeah, I wish Be Our Guest wasn't in it, but you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I think we're going to have to make that like a diamond platinum sardazzle because I'm going to give mine to Descendants one. Wow. What about you, Sarah? Um, oh my God, this is so hard because I, (laughs) I, 
I've listened to you guys give out these star dazzles, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so it's, hard. It's more do. more difficult than it sounds. <laughs> um, so for music, I would say Descendants Two. Okay, agree, hundred percent. But, but for plot line, I would tie Descendants One and Three. Okay, so that's okay. that. Like that's the where I'm plot, at. and then the extra plot. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, like, I feel like one to all. and three actually go very hand in hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like you, you really can make them one movie two if you filler. put them together. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. yeah. But the that. best songs. <laughs> so at least they filled it with the best songs. That's true. Favorite actor. I'm going to give the pink one to <sighs> come back to me. Come back to me. I think right. about this. I'm going to give my Sardazzle, my blue one. I can't do the dog, right? I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll, um, I'm going to give it to, um, Dove Cameron herself. Okay. Okay. I would give it to Dove had it been the first two movies. I think that Dove really gave up in the third one and acted more as Dove and not Mal. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Coming in. Strong. I actually I agree take. with that too. Yeah. Um so thank you. So because of that she loses her stardazzle. But somebody who has been consistent. I the dog, the dog, the dog. I'm just kidding. Close, not dog, but I'll give it to Doug. Oh I'll give it to Doug. You're so ah! funny. <laughs> Dude, that was gonna be mine. <laughs> Congratulations, Doug. You've earned a platinum stardazzle. Wow. <laughs> Yes, go Zach. Who yes. plays Zach? We just love people named Zach, you know? <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Zach. If your I'm name is plan. Zach, Sorry, you're probably going to be, be our favorite actor. So. Our favorite, I think, our favorite. I think I'd give, well, since you gave yours to Doug, and now I don't have to, uh-huh. um, I'm going to give mine to Sophia Carson, to Evie, okay. because I feel like in her scenes with Mal, mm-hmm. I feel like Sophia really gives it her all nice um okay i'm so sorry to just open this up really quickly but like nobody respond to me i just need to like get this out okay okay nobody respond to me so (laughs) (laughs) i just really didn't like how the whole point was like oh we we want to give the people the kids the next wave of kids to come over are the kids that need it the most but they chose the kids that like okay Dizzy kind of needed it, and um, I forgot her name, but she also needed it. But the two twins didn't need it. I feel like there was other kids on the aisle. All they did was, like, they just seemed like nice little boys. But they were saying, like, people that needed the most, like, yeah, reform. Like, that's oh. why they chose the four most evil kids. So that's all i needed to get out <laughs> leave it in the comments of what your response to me is actually don't i don't want to be attacked, i i but. agree with that that's fair yeah um cool wow guys <laughs> so thanks again sarah for joining us you want to plug all of your socials or your anything yes okay so my instagram is at hope 24 7 and then my twitter is at SRF, in all caps, HOPE2413. And then my Facebook, which is Disney's Playbook. And then um, I have a website that I am uh, still working on, but when it's all completed and in the way that I want it, I will share it with everyone. 
Cool. Yes. Yeah. Thank you and, guys for having me. Oh yeah. Thank you for coming on. All you Descendants fans out there, if you're not already, make sure to go follow her. She yes. knows what she's talking she, about. She's an expert. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram at Wild Chats Podcast, on Twitter at Wild Chats Pcast. And check out our website, wildchatspodcast.com. And on there, you can find our YouTube link and any other place you want to listen to us on. Nice. You just listen to Wild Chats. Get, Get your hand on the podcast. podcast. And see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>